All right, guys, we're back at it. Same wheel, same clothes. <laughs> uh, spinning the same wool on the same spindle. We're gonna, we got a little streak of, mm, I'm gonna pull it. I've been saving a lot of that white. I will uh, use it for something intentionally later. <clears throat> All right. So we're going to start off strong here, maybe see how quickly we can get some bulk on that spindle. It'd be nice to get a lot of wool on there. I'm going to have to start knitting some of this now that it's December. I'm not sure what I'll be making right away, but hats are my go-to for sure. All right. <clears throat> tail there somehow. I guess that took care of it. Oh, that was too too thin. That's that uh Hinge giving us problems again because it's cold. chore to hunt some uh, wool it doesn't have the white in it but I think we can find some Let's start right here oh gotta get rid of those double cuts all right so the idea of course is to just minimally minimally do carding and then put it on the wheel, like that's what's great, is if you don't have to cart it a whole ton just before getting on the spindle. So we'll try to keep it light this go around and see if we do okay.
Keeps going quick and nice. Doing it a little bit thicker maybe than I normally would, but uh, it's still definitely at least a baby weight. Now when I say that I'm going thicker than I normally would, and you're looking at it thinking uh, it doesn't look thicker, a lot of the appearance comes from how much it's being compressed. So I can be putting more fiber into the yarn that looks the same as the yarn I was spinning but the reason that is is because it's compressing either I'm adding more twist or just whatever the reason is um, so it'll look the same it'll have the same girth but it'll have more weight and the more weight is important which is why we go by the weight of a yarn not the uh, width of a yarn because it will fluff out eventually so if you have a baby weight that's the same girth as a lace weight, um, or let's say a baby weight that's the same girth as a fingering weight, later on the fingering weight will still be a lighter item, and the uh, baby weight will be a thicker item and a fluffier item because you spun more fiber into the same thing. So uh, a lot of people are worried about the girth of a yarn because they can do a wrap test and they think that gives them, you know, like a true indication of what size the yarn is, but it isn't. Weight is the only way to truly go because it will eventually revert to itself on a weight basis no matter what diameter it was spun at initially. And I can see if you are a uh, knitter and you're picking up random balls of yarn that you don't have a label for anymore and you want to know if it'll be good for a project um, that maybe you want to do the wrap test and use that as an indication on how much we'll give you gauge. But honestly, if you're a spinner, you shouldn't be shortcutting like that. Uh, you should take the time to put it around a nitty knotty to get the yardage, then put it on a weight and uh, figure out what the actual yarn weight is based on the length and the um, weight of it. getting out of the round stuff and into a lot of the white stuff. I might have to go back on what I said and have some white in there.
Now, if I were to do like a light skull cap, um, something that wasn't terribly thick and that was fitted to your head, um, we're approaching the amount of yarn I would need to do that. Um, now, imagining this same yarn as like a small skein or a ball isn't, uh, it's not easy to do because all of this yarn is compressed because it's being wound on under tension. And then when you go to put it in a skein, um, it will fluff up quite a bit. So this is like half of a skein's worth of uh, yarn. You know, this is getting close to like 80 yards or 100 yards. Um, but it's also getting close to like a full ounce of fiber. And uh, my lighter hats only take an ounce of fiber to make. I might have to bring some out to show that um, on a future podcast. And then my heavier ones still only take like um, one and a half. This one that I'm wearing would only take one and a half, but it is thick and strong. Um, So if I were doing this hat without it being so sturdy, like I've already got enough yarn here to do that. And we've done that in just, what, maybe a half hour we've spun the uh, yarn we needed. Because it was like only 10 minutes probably on the last one and um, maybe 20 minutes on the one before that. I would say in 40 minutes you definitely have all the wool you need for a single stocking cap. Now, I could um, just throw this on my ball winder to make a cake, and then I use the center pull and the outside as it unwinds to uh, knit, and um, I use larger needles. So, like, I would use the center pull and the outside of the cake and I would knit them on like a size six uh, maybe even a six and a half to keep it a little more lofty and uh, that would give me a circumference of about 60 I'm trying to think Uh, if I did an oxo cable hat that I used to do it would be eight and eight and ten uh would be half of the hat so that's 26 for half of the hat so that's uh 54 no 52 is that right does that divide by 12 i'm doing this all wrong (laughs) anyways um that's what i do i'd put them on like a six and a half size needle which is like ten and a half millimeters right and um i would use the outside of the ball and the inside of the ball at the same time i wouldn't even ply it and uh i wouldn't get the yardage from it because uh the hat would be my goal not the ball of yarn and uh yeah i could knit like a uh, beanie like a stockinette beanie from Uh, Just this one spool that we've done in like 40 minutes of spinning. And that would be nice. That's how I handle it when it's a gift. 
I don't worry about what the yardage is since the yardage is going to be inconsequential after the hat is made. be wrong on that because no that's right The nice thing about uh, spinning from the ball using two sides of a single instead of flying is you don't have to worry at all about rat tails because if you come across a rat tail uh, while knitting, you actually just extend it um, and match it up with your other. Like you, you can't have a rat tail that's not um, straightenable. Because the only reason you can't straighten a rat tail in plied yarn is because if you extend it out, then the other one is the other ply that it was plied with is still short, so that doesn't really work. Um, but when you're knitting it, they're not locked together, so uh, you can straighten it. Oop, I got a piece of grass. This is maybe going to be a short week. I'm probably going to do this card and one other card and call it quits. But it was such a nice day, I just had to get another podcast in. went pretty quick though. It's really trying to come apart right there. I don't think I'm going to let it though. Let's see if that'll wind on. Yay. problem with this one. Yeah, I'm joining in.
pull that off. That is not helping my yarn. There's a lot of like second cuts in this part of the fiber. I'm not really sure why. All right, one more card's worth, and uh, that'll be it. Here we go. Now my fiber's trying to blow. I think we might be ending this at just the right time. If the wind's picking up, it could get hairy for us. That is a thin stretch there. I'm gonna try to add enough twist to lock it in and then wind it on so that we don't lose it. There we go, that's what I like. My hand's getting a little tired. But that's the nice thing about Spindle wheels as you can go ambidextrous. Well, I guess flyer wheels will let you do that too. I wonder, I mean, since you're right in front for most of it, it doesn't matter which hand you're using. Sorry about that. This is 
a little thick. Let's thin it out just a bit. Add the twist to lock that in. Make our last run here. And that's done and done. We got there. I don't know, next time we might be uh, recording this in snow, we'll see. <laughs>